Welcome to Energetic Influence, where we discuss energy in all its forms, including spiritual, and its influence on us collectively and as individuals. And now your host of Energetic Influence, David Houston. Tonight's discussion will be on energy in its various forms, and we can go back to the earliest forms of energy, and that would be, in my mind, lightning. And you have ancient man, mankind, whatever, experiencing lightning, and as lightning progressed uh, in their minds, and we can consider fire, and then as energy moves forward, oils and the realizations that oils can burn and then possibly someone realized how a strand of matted up hair maybe wicked the oil up out of a container and it could have been an earthen container and then somebody decided well hey let's take this this animal fat and light it on fire and next thing you know you've got candles and so forth energy has changed over the millennia and the funny thing is it it the energy changing isn't so much that it's changing it's just being realized the components for that energy has been here all along and when you when you look at physics and, and thinking about energy and you've got the various definitions that physics can offer um, I probably should have found a physics book just to list them out. But you've got potential energy and you've got rotational energy and centrifugal force. and Well, I don't know if that's an energy. Anyway, there's a lot of energies. And uh, electrical as well as um, nuclear and fossil, which fossil is kind of a joke in the sense that uh, there's... Uh, a theory where the earth produces uh, oils and gases just in various ways that it's we're not running out of uh, oil or gas uh, when I say gas I'm meaning natural gas um, now refining of oil that is a man driven event uh, I'm not sure what kind of oil can be ref- found natively in the earth in a refined state either way um, the fact is the hydrocarbons of that energy are here already now when you get into static electricity and things like that um, those electrons that we perceive as the vehicle by which the energy is moving around um, that's where a man has come in and decided or used his mind to say um, well let's try this let's try that the other and you know next you know, we have batteries and wires and so on now Back in the, I guess it was the beginning of the uh, scamdemic, um, I knew something was up. It was too magician-like with everybody being conditioned to look over here, look over here, don't watch what this other hand's doing until someone displayed a map that showed the supposed outbreak hotspots and how they correlated with uh, 5G antenna installations. And then it dawned on me exactly what was going on. The symptoms of this so-called issue people were having were right along with the uh, symptoms related to 5g 
And I found a book that was very instrumental in understanding this. It was the, hol not the holographic, it was the um, Invisible Rainbow. And that book documents the electrification of the earth in non-natural ways since the telegraph and the issues people had back when they were laying telegraph wires and electrifying them and utilizing the telegraph for communication. And, uh, you know, we've advanced considerably since the telegraph and the ability for us to communicate, we've become so accustomed to instant communication through texting and phone calls and the internet that to go backwards would just in our minds seem archaic however there's a subtle energy that likes to be many people in the industries do not like to talk about it yet many people perceive it and actually experience it in a number of ways and the easiest way to discover to discuss it just from an easy standpoint would be say a mother and a child um, and the mother knowing even without being in the same room with the child that the child is in need of something, whether it be, you know, the child is hungry, the child is ready to um, be fed, or time for, you know, to go to the bathroom, or that they have went to the restroom in their diaper, or whatever, and that the child is in need. Uh, there's other instances, and we've termed these extrasensory, or ESP, or paranormal, and that's great. You can classify them as, you know, pots and pans if you want to, but the point is they exist whether people want to admit it or not. And these subtle energies, they can't be metered, and they can't be shielded, and that's the beauty of it. So, and I was explaining to my wife that if we were to surround our house with a Faraday cage, and we had, you know, some decent, say, walkie-talkies, that uh, if she was in the house and I was outside, I couldn't communicate with her because the Faraday cage would prevent the transmission of the signal from outside to inside or from inside to outside. However, if one were to tune into the subtle energy that can be projected from one's mind or heart or essence or their self or soul or whatever, however you want to term it, then uh, by tuning into that frequency, by tuning into that uh, energy state, one might perceive um, a message. And that would be advantageous to so many people wanting to communicate information in a time of, say, an emergency or time of uh, not having access to readily normal means and channels of communication. You know, if you forgot to charge your phone and the next thing you know, a thunderstorm happened and the power goes out and your phone is dead, well, what do you do? Well, imagine being able to just think, oh, my best friend, he lives down the road. He, If he could tune into my brain, then he would know, come get me, I need help. Um, and that would be really amazing if we could access that on a more conventional in a conventional way and when I say conventional I'm not meaning in the sense of picking up you know some gadget I'm just saying if we could train ourselves our human selves in the way in which to communicate and we can use the word telepathically I don't think it's got so much baggage to it that that would be a word not to be used um, but if you want to call it telepath uh, te telepathy whatever you want to call it that's fine but to be able to, to use that in a 
regular sense. Imagine walking around the grocery store and instead of calling home to see if anyone needs anything, you just send out the signal with a thought. Anybody need anything? And if they're tuned into you, all they have to do is respond back with, yes, pick up bread or whatever the case may be. And you didn't have to use your cell phone. You didn't have to, you know, make the call before you left work if your phone was dead or whatever. And so relearning that, because I believe some people have access to that information and access to that ability more so than the general population. Now, am I in the position to teach anyone this? No, I myself do not know. However, I have experienced the gut feeling or the notion of something. And it wasn't impending doom or or anything of any kind of calamity. It was just a notion of a particular event or a particular situation that I was somewhat made aware of in a subtle way, again back to the term subtle energies, that um, I was not taken or surprised to find out this was the case. In, a, in all respects, I already knew it. And by already knowing it, um, I was able to maybe you know, figure out the situation or answer the question or know what to do by already preemptively thinking about it before it came to uh, a complete awareness in my uh, experience. And so the subtle energies are more or less um, something that I would love to uh, know more about, know how to harness, know how to utilize even know how to teach, you know, imagine being able to do that to say your clique or group of friends and just be able to know one another's thoughts. Not every single thought. I would not want to know everybody's thought. That would not be something that I would want. I would not want to know every single thing, um, but knowing enough, and I would not use this, I don't even think it would be possible to, to utilize it to say winning the lottery and things like that. It, it often amazes me that, you know, you have all these psychics and so forth. And I'm not saying you don't exist. I'm just saying if you're really psychic, I would think all of you would be millionaires. But again, that's just my thoughts on that matter. Now, with thinking about the subtle energies, imagine being influenced by those energies unaware. Imagine, say, the fallen realm or evil entities spiritual entities utilizing this energy in such a way to manipulate society, manipu manipulate individuals, being able to um, sway someone's opinion to maybe do or perform some act that they may or may not do. Now, some people's proclivity to do something may not be that difficult to get them or persuade them to do. Uh, I've often shared with people back that... Um, when I was working with hypnosis. Um, hypnosis is a fundamental method of treatment only if the person is willing or wanting that treatment to make a change in their life. And the classic example was if you paid me to hypnotize you to quit smoking but you don't want to quit, well hypnosis is not going to work for you. And so the idea is if you want to change, hypnosis is great. But at the same time, the stage, hypno the stage hypnotists are kind of gimmicky in the sense that 
if you will get on stage and cluck like a chicken at the command of a hypnotist, you don't need a hypnotist. You would probably cluck like a chicken with two or three beers or in the right group of people. And so that'll be another topic is the energy of a group. But suffice it to say the energy behind the subtlety of, say, the fallen realm. And not just the fallen realm, but, say, the good or positive realm influencing you and your behavior to you know do the right thing at the right time whether anybody's watching or not you know that is a very good marker of character um when when people look around and see nobody's watching and you observe their actions whether covertly or you know through a camera uh, that tells that well, that will tell you a lot about that person and so by understanding energy in all these forms that we have it in our lives and that has been discussed in our lives so much of it is explosive energy um, you know burning and bombarding you know tiny elements or tiny electrons and super colliders <clears throat> or even <clears throat> um, <clears throat> like a combustion engine instead of just harnessing the uh, radiant energy as Nikola Tesla liked to talk about um, and we'll have a whole show devoted to free energy or uh, zero-point energy or whatever the term may be. Again, you can call it whatever you'd like. But there is an energy that permeates the entire universe. And the ether was discussed you know, many years ago. And I forget the scientist now who or whomever it was that kind of tried to squish that idea because it didn't match their mathematical models. And... Unfortunately, um, if you just look at the actions taken toward the researchers in the fields of free energy or zero-point energy and how they've been raided by the government or they've been mysteriously, you know, that mysteriously hung themselves or whatever they, they, whatever may have happened to them and for them to no longer be with us and continuing to do their own research, uh, I believe the most recent event was um, the gentleman who was killed in some shoot or gun fire up north uh, just recently. He had um, um, some sort of apparatus in the back of his truck, and he was showing that, you know, he could, and I forget whether it was electricity or a better way to, you know, burn, whether he was, you know, using water. I don't know what his technology was. All I know is that he's no longer with us now to pursue that uh, in his own uh, undertaking and so you have to ask yourself why are these people why why is their information taken and seized and raided why is um, their ideas being why why are their ideas being suppressed and if it has anything to do with the energy of money that's a good place to start you know I've always heard follow the money and when you follow the money uh, you can usually follow it exactly straight to the culprit as to um, or to the reason why someone would want to suppress someone else's research understanding knowledge findings uh, because it's gonna upset or interfere with say your profits and if you're in the business of making money well I understand that I, I wholeheartedly support your idea of making money uh, that's the uh, capitalist method and I'm a hundred percent behind capitalism uh, but I'm also at a hundred percent behind being fair and honest with one another and not um, 
having uh, somebody or doing something underhanded in order to make the profit. That to me, again, goes back to, you know, karma. And if karma is a real thing and is an energy in the universe, uh, then, you know, karma will come back. And if you don't like the word karma, that's cool. You can use whatever you want, you know. Um, whatever the case may be and however you want to term or label it, uh, the fact is if you cheat other people, you probably will get cheated in your life. And it may not be by that person. It's the same thing with doing good. You know, if you help somebody, don't expect that help to come back from that person. But just know that you've helped that. Knowing that you've helped that person, in a way, you can almost expect to be helped in the future. And it's not like you help to get help or you give to be given to. Mostly doing it for the good of just your good nature uh, is sufficient enough. But with that said, again, it goes back to energy and how much energy are you expending? How much energy are you putting forth to do something? I know... Uh, there was a time where uh, my wife and I, we expended our physical money and our energy, including our time energy, in purchasing items for this particular family to um, basically clean up some some things in their home and around their home. And we spent the entire evening doing so. And, you know, they were very appreciative, very thankful, very glad that we stepped in and helped out we were glad to do it we did not expect anything we did not ask for anything in in return it was a it was a an effort on our part to to offer that assistance and in in doing so it was it felt great and within a week to say a month later you would not have known we had ever come over it was it was like that uh, it was that apparent. And so that that's one area where, you know, you expend the energy to do something good and not expect anything in return. And then to see that that energy you spent to do something for good only to be um, taken as if uh, it never happened or to not take advantage of, oh, well, now we have this in this state let's keep it this way uh it just went back to very uh unorganized we'll just say or i'll just say and in that uh, again it's it's the energy that we put forth and again i would like to do further future episodes on specific forms of energy that really have nothing to do with your typical let's go buy a gallon of gas to put in our car mentally viewing energy or flipping on a light just expecting electricity to illuminate the room you're in Um, we've come to that point where if you were to ask a number of people how does electricity work most people are going to say you just flip the switch that doesn't explain anything that just tells the person asking the question that uh, this individual you just asks tells you how they make the light come on they don't really tell you how electricity works and that's fine too um anybody can learn and it's easy enough to you know get the basics on, on understanding electricity and how that works but again energy in all its forms the subtle energies the mysterious energies uh even even occultic energy and occult just means hidden and so it's nothing negative or 
but a lot of times the hidden energies do involve um, things of questionable uh, of a questionable nature and I personally would shy away from any questionable or whatever uh, negative type uh, pursuits of that energy and so let's just stay with the positive and the good because there's enough uh, in the world right now going on that uh, all the world needs more and more good energy uh, more and more positive energy and not just reading an affirmation every day or some you know feel good devotional every day but really doing something worthwhile to make a difference for the better in this world um, again the uh, the fallen realm have one goal and that's to ruin everything good and if we can understand that and accept that that's the wildest thing that I've come across is people's willingness to pretend like that doesn't exist people's desire probably is pretty strong to just I don't want to think about it. I don't want to have to dwell on that. And I'm not asking you to dwell on the negative or the bad. I'm saying be aware of it and understand it and then to combat it. And when combating negative, it's easy. You just do the opposite. You do good. You know, the easiest way to dispel darkness is to light a light, you know, whether it be a, a light or a candle or whatever. And then the darkness just goes away. It's really simple. And then you've got the energy of the sun. Again, that's a whole other subject. And when you look back uh, in ancient mythologies at the sun and how it was revered and worshipped, well, you know, again, people understand energy is important. And if they studied any kind of cycles, then they would realize, you know, the you know the, the planting animal movements all pertain to uh, the energy and the energy from the sun is a direct motivator for those things to take place in you know ancient civilization up until now and so with all that said uh, the idea behind energy is not only fascinating but that's what's going to motivate this particular series is understanding energy in all its forms discussing energy in all its forms subtle energies uh, macroscopic microscopic um, you even got you know, all the all the energies and even we'll get technical sometimes and I am not a technical person I do my best to understand it somewhat technically sometimes but even that I am you know I'm not an equation reader um, I appreciate math but that's about as far as I would go with it um, also the energy um, involved in sustenance and what you put in your body for fuel uh, is directly related to the health of your body and that you know there there's a statement that I've used for a long time now that it's easier to stay well than it or easier to stay healthy than it is to get well and it's a lot less or a lot less costly to stay healthy than to get well and so I encourage people around me all the time to you know minimize sweets to definitely minimize you know the uh, the sugars and and the the stuff that's in sodas and so many other food sources and to call them food sources is really sad because most of the stuff that people eat is not food 
And I can remember years ago when my daughters were young, we would go to the grocery store and I pointed out this tiny little section and this the, the name of that section of the grocery store was the health food section. And at a young age, I wanted to illustrate to my daughters that if this is the health food section, what does that say about the rest of the store? And at a young age, I don't know to what degree did they understand that, but the point was, if this is the health food section, the implication is the rest of the food in the store or the rest of the things to buy in the store is unhealthy or not healthy. And again, it was just a way to illustrate that to them at a young age. And I, it's, it still stands true to this day. If you were to go into any grocery store, the majority of the products you can buy are in some level not healthy for you. I know Dr. Dr. Lorraine Day pointed out that if it's in a package that's not a package from nature, don't eat it. And so you've got, you, you know, the, uh, an, say a banana peel. Well, that's a natural package. <laughs> you peel off the outside of the banana and you eat the banana. Same thing with anything with a peeling. Um, and a lot of times you can eat the peeling, say in an apple. But the point is, if it's in a package and you want to stay healthy, avoid it, uh, unless it's in its natural packaging. Um, but again, all that taken into consideration, the amount of energy that's in food and even liquids um, is directly related to your health and the energy of your health. What do you do with your health? Um, so many people in a, you know, the term couch potato is so overused, I'll hopefully never use it again. But to just sit idle or to sit and mindlessly watch uh, the energy coming out of, uh, say, you know, the Hollywood, and I use that as a collective term for any mainstream source of producing content, um, it's not necessarily the best content in the world. I know now the popular uh, TV show, or not TV, but the popular consumed show uh, is to, in a way, glorify eating people or to make you sympathetic to somebody that's, you know, doing terrible things to humans, uh, including eating them. And that's just, just disgusting that it's become so prominent now in our daily lives. And I would just encourage anybody to stay away from it because it is just uh, the energy behind that thought the energy behind that notion is just ridiculous and so understanding energy in all its forms only makes your knowledge greater and allows you to manipulate and that you know some people don't like that word and at first I didn't like that word either until I realized every single thing we do is manipulative You've got coercive manipulation or you've got constructive manipulation. If you're a mother trying to get your kid to eat, you are manipulating that kid to do what's in the best interest of that kid, and that is to eat. Um, or to manipulate the kid to not run out into the street. Um, so manipulation takes place every day, all the time, and it, it is an energy you, you manipulate people into believing, say, what you want or accepting your opinions. And so the energy behind all of this is very pervasive. And in its pervasiveness, it's everywhere. And when we realize that we are bathed in, say, electromagn 
electromagnetic radiation in the form of all the communication methods, including uh, just your regular TV and radio, which are broadcast, you know, just because you don't have a radio or a TV tuned on to that channel, say, in your living room or on your front porch doesn't mean that signal's not there. Now, you may live out in a rural area when you do turn on a TV or radio, you may get static. However, they're broadcasting those signals all over the place. And with now the satellites beaming down, let's say 5G radiation or communication energy, um, we are bathed in energy. It is It is ridiculous how much as a matter of fact, the other day I, I typed in Wi-Fi camera just to see if somebody has invented a, a method by which to look at the spectrum of electromagnetic radiation that we can't see because our eyes can only pick up a very, very, very narrow band of electromagnetic frequencies that we call color. But the other frequencies are there, and Wi-Fi is one of them. And I I found the... Or I found a Wi-Fi camera, and I wasn't really impressed with any images. I really didn't see any images. I'll have to look again to see if I, I can just find something else. But the idea is picking up those signals and converting them into the visible range would probably illuminate a lot of people's minds as to hot spots of electricity or radiation in their homes, especially right next to a router or right next to, say, an unshielded electrical uh, power um, circuit breaker box or even um, if you're microwave which we don't use um, that's a whole other issue on the energy of microwaves on food or molecules of food but um, if an unshielded microwave uh, you could probably just really see a lot if you could see that band or that frequency um, the if you ever been to the dentist or say a doctor for a, uh, an x-ray you know they themselves drape themselves in leaded coats and vests and they may put leaded coats and vests over parts of your body to prevent the x-rays from attack or not attacking but interfering with the dna structure of your cells except for the area needing to be looked at and again this is a form of energy that we cannot see and those plates that they use are what is um, capturing the image from that x-ray to where they can look at it and determine whether a bone is broken or whatever they're looking at tooth decay or something and so energy is out there and man has utilized energy in a myriad of ways over the centuries and many researchers have utilized the ability to extract energy from the vacuum and again that goes back to free energy zero point energy uh, a lot of people like to argue oh that violates some law of thermodynamics and whatever they like to elaborate on to debunk it but imagine now imagine having a gadget on the back of your house that extracted the energy from the vacuum instead of doing it overnight and putting people out of work just gradually phase it in that way all the people at the power company could find new jobs doing something else or maybe they could unleash their creativity and become painters and <clears throat> you know sculptors or whatever the, their whatever their hearts desire so instead of introducing it overnight and putting in entire industries out of business 
gradually phase it in gradually allow people to adapt um, and if you wanted to instead of allowing this technology to go to people in affluent countries give it to the poorest countries first and let them grow and again if if it if it were done right then everybody on the planet would benefit and that's the issue it's not meterable it's not chargeable and so in order for these billionaire globalists to continue to their you know, maintain their dominance they've got to regulate they've got to control and if they can regulate and control energy well they have the upper hand and that's where subtle energies come in and if we can utilize those subtle energies including extracting energy from the vacuum or whatever term you want to use to gain access to that energy that's out there that potential energy to drive the machines of the world uh, without a fee without a cost now maybe there's a cost on the gadget or maybe it could be figured out on how to do it with things already around your house imagine that you go find a wire coat hanger and some foil out of the kitchen and make an apparatus that could power your house you know would that put so many other industries out of business eventually sure and if it's not going to hurt or damage the environment or universe we should take advantage of that um, another topic that hopefully I'll do a whole show on is the energetic or electric universe and this theory has been around for quite some time and I remember being made aware of it years and years ago and I ran across some files just last night on it and was reminded of this theory once again and electricity is predominant in the universe electricity without knowing any numbers off the top of my head i would say electricity and mass probably equal each other in the universe and if you think about what mass is uh, mass i just like to understand it as coalesced energy and as mass coalesces into its various elements that we know of uh, that's just coalesced energy into that state and that state becomes a molecular state or an elemental state and then when you combine elements you get compounds and so forth and some of those are reactive some of those are not and that's again part of the whole understanding of uh, energy and once we understand energy and at least talk about it that's the point by talking about energy in all its forms is going to help open the door for people's minds to grasp energy in all its forms and not be stuck in thinking only of going to the store to buy batteries or only plugging in a device to the wall or only thinking of energy as from the sun and solar or fuel and you know the refining of oil and so forth thinking outside the box and again that's a cliche term but i think the more people talk about this the more advances we're going to see in this and if you if you could just imagine or if we could just imagine um let's say instead of the handful of inventors that have been in working with this type of subtle energy what if this was common what if we talked about this in everyday life what if we talked about this in grade school and had the minds of the adolescents thinking wow okay what can i do what can i create what can i invent uh, how can i tap into this energy 
then what you've got is you've got the percentage of people working on this issue to be far greater than the handful of people that it's worked on it in the past and maybe continuing to do so you know at the present time and so the more people thinking about it the more people talking about it the more people that it or the more it becomes um, apparent or discussed in our regular everyday lives the greater the advances are going to be in that acceptance and realization of it as a reality for most people and so with that I think that maybe the fallen realm would love, well, clearly they influence people to continue to exert control, to want to meet her, to want to uh, have the upper hand, because that allows the, um, the that, uh, that gives them the ability to treat others differently, that gives them the ability to make people do something that they may or may not want to do otherwise you know and there you get the whole idea behind you know slavery and such and debt slavery that's a whole other topic but again and when you look at money as energy and then you look at debt slavery that that's a whole other issue anyway um i just want to throw all that out there and realize that uh, there's a lot more to energy in the world than we've been told or we the more the majority of us know about and so for us to talk about and think about all of this energy then i think it's the one of the best things we have for us to understand it and we don't have to understand it in its entirety you know if we could continue to flip the switch and turn on the light regardless of where the power comes from as long as it's not you know detrimental i think that's amazing i think that's super cool and i just want to put that out there and i'm not sure what the next episode is going to be about but we're going to wrap this one up and i look forward to speaking with you again and i hope you have a great rest of your day and week and i will talk to you soon